Okay. I'm going to bless this for us. You know, because as we were worshiping, I was trying to find that scripture that says, how can we build a temple for you? How can you, you live in heavens? <laughs> heavens is your th throne. And the earth is your footstool. And how can we build a temple for you? And as we were singing all these songs, especially this last one, I, I want us somehow to see that he, he dwells in the broken and contrite heart. That's his temple. So when you feel like you're nothing, and when you feel like you're broken and contrite, I think you're closer than ever to becoming his temple. We cannot build anything. And when we try to build anything, we, we end up messing up. And we end up putting our trust in what we built and what we did. But he is building his temple. And he's bringing together his living stones. And that's First Peter chapter 2, I think. So when I want to just really, you know, why I'm, we're doing this. This is John 10, 22 and 23. It was now winter. And Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication. He was in the temple, walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The Feast of Hanukkah is not in the Old Testament. It is something that was initiated about 200 years before Christ came. And it was a celebration of the rededication of the temple. And as this week I was reading about it, and I was thinking about us, this earth, as the temple. And just like the temple was defiled, creation was lost in one sense in the relationship with God. And God is in the process of recreating his creation. And there's going to be a rededication and the, the crowning of the king of this earth. And we are in this process. And each one is also in this process. But, and we were talking about that in the Bible study Wednesday because we were reading out of Philippians. And everything could not be done by us. Nobody's going to get the glory. And God had to give us the law as like a, a, a type of what was to come. But the fulfillment had to come from God. The fulfillment had to, everything has to be done by God so that he only will get the glory. That's why we, when we come and take communion, I think it's, God is, he uses the patterns. And he, he almost like repeats the patterns. So what I'm saying is, I think that what happened with the creation, even Christ had to go through that same process. 
You must have, this is Philippians 2, 5 to 13. You must have, this is speaking to us, okay? The same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling on. Even as being God, as being a perfect temple, he had to come and humble himself. And become just like us. He had to let go of everything, of the glory, of the presence, the equality, being like God. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. Adam and Eve gave up their divine privileges when they disobeyed. They lost they were created in the same image as God. And God is in the process of what? Recreating you in the same image as Him, as the temple of the Holy Spirit. But we cannot do it. We just have to come by faith and, and just be in His presence and worship Him. Even when you feel like you're not worthy. Even when you're broken and contrite. He took the humble position as a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I'm away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. He's working you to will and to do. And I want to say, Lord, thank you. Because even the will to do your will comes from you. Even the, the, the drive to worship you comes from your spirit within us that wants to reconnect with you. And, and thank you for the Holy Spirit that you gave to make us and prepare us, right? Isn't that the work of the Holy Spirit? You know, he, He's going to remind you. He's going to teach you. He's going to cleanse you. He's going to bring conviction. Because what is He doing? He's preparing the temple. He's preparing each one of us as the temple. That He can come and take His abode in us. But no, nothing, none of this would be possible without this. <laughs> Without the communion, without the resurrection, without the power of Christ opening the door, and without the Son coming and humbling himself and giving his life, opening the door for us. And for that we are thankful. And whenever we feel broken and contrite, Lord, change our ways of thinking. Right? Because that's what he's looking for. 
So I want to bless this week for us. See yourself in this process of remodeling, preparation for his coming. He's looking. He has plans for each one of us. And we just humble ourselves. And we say, Lord, we surrender to you and to your plans. Amen? Amen. We do not need to make it complicated. I think that, you know, it's very fun reading the New Testament together. And it's over and over and over. Just like, get together, love one another. Do not allow anything to divide you. Just be thankful. You know, let everybody start with the, the unity of the, the faith. Oh, no, the, the spirit. You know, and I'm, I bless that for us. Lord, we come broken and contrite, but we come in, in, in one spirit. And when we partake of communion, we appropriate this oneness that you are creating in us. That's what you are doing. And as we do it in obedience, let the faith grow. Faith comes by hearing. And we're going to come to more understanding and more clarity. And I bless that for us. You know, we bless this island during this Christmas season. Lord, let everyone know you. Let everyone experience your love and your salvation. And we let us be also channels of your love and forgiveness and salvation to everybody. And when Solomon built the temple, it's like Second Chronicles 6 and 7, you know, there's all this preparation and the musicians, and the trumpets, and all of that, and all beautiful. But then, not, none of that would matter without the Shekinah glory coming and filling the temple. You know, and that's what I want. Lord, fill us. Fill us. You know, whatever we can do to prepare, we, we will do in obedience, but we know that it's to will and to do comes from you. So in everything that we do, we give thanks to you. Even our slightest dedication to do anything comes from you. It's not our own effort. So we give glory to you. But now we say, Lord, fill us. Fill this earth. You know, that's, to me, the knowledge of the Lord will fill the earth like the waters cover the sea. And that's what we want. We want you. We want your presence. We want your presence in our families, in our relationships, in our, this street here, this island, and the whole earth. Right? So we, we say, Lord, dispel the darkness, the division, the hatred, the racism, you know, everything that's so, the violence, everything. And we say, Lord, we make you big by worshiping you. And we make you king of our lives and King of the Universe. Amen.